Oh, okay. Yeah, I just messed around and just settled down. I got my, man, I ain't even set my watch, man. It still say, um, 3.55. Yeah, no. <laughs> I ain't in, baby. Yeah, I need to work on that. I'm going to get that together right now, though. I'm 50 minutes late, like. Mm-hmm. But nah, man, I was, uh, man, I had been, you know, I didn't really watch the news and shit, though. But lately, when my, I talked to mama the other day, and she was like, yo, I ain't going to be working for like three weeks because they shut the schools down. And then everywhere I look, it's like, man, this, this whole country is like setting everybody up for, for some, for some okie doke. Like, they want you to be scared of what's going on out here, man. Mm. And it's like they Right. And that this is when we this is where it comes in where the whole mental programming piece came in though. It's like the world we live in is is programming our brothers and our sisters to think a certain kind of way and because of they they train their thoughts they they responses are different you know what i'm saying so let me give you an example though like before before y'all got a chance to really see it like right now up there down here if they say it's gonna be a storm a snowstorm particularly folks gonna run out to the grocery store right there and there right then and there and grab everything they can grab 
from the store. I'm talking bread, egg, milk, cheese. Leave the whole grocery store almost naked though. But now it then it then moved to the north. And when they said, well, mama was like, yo, they took all the toilet paper. I'm like, for what? She's like, cause they quarantining themselves. <laughs> so what happens is we end up spending more money than we need to by the, the induced panic the fear the fear that something may happen so you go out and you spend a buttload of money just to have essentials, just in case there's a, what they call a, a crisis. You know, they call it a crisis. Now, I personally thought the guy in Korea, that was a crisis. But I didn't hear nowhere, I didn't hear nobody over there saying, okay, he got nukes armed, ready to go. We need a crisis. How do, you, how, do you, how do you create a situation of people getting sick as a crisis? People been getting sick since the since earlier in time, it was never a true crisis. Yeah, there was some some scriptural things, some biblical things that occurred, but I don't think they induced panic to the to the, to the point to where everything became a crisis. You can't even they didn't want to take flights no more. They canceling trips, canceling basketball seasons, closing down schools. But what? What are you anticipating? What do you know that we don't? So from the ground level. I don't worry too much. What I find myself, I find, I find it to be better just to stay humble and stay with my God, though. If I walk with my God and I'm walking in his army, then why should I worry about the things that are happening in this world? Why should I stop, stop living my life, stop doing the things that are necessary because of the world's crisis? It's day crisis. I don't have to own that shit. But even even without this whole coronavirus, man, I'm watching this system I live in brainwash my own brothers, though, and sisters, though. It ain't just my brothers. It's my sisters, too, you know. And, and they setting us up for failure, though. They dividing us, man. So it's going to be it's going to be extremely crucial for us to pull together and say, I got you. If I got it, you got it. You know, ain't no reason to truly go without unless you've been divided. And then it's all it's all about me. Then we back into that survival of the fittest mindset. You know, we got to draw back and say, all right, I got you, bro. You're my neighbor. You're my brother, whatever. You can be a mile away, but you still consider my neighbor because in my heart, I'm full of love. You know, everybody, every neighbor ain't going to be my brother, but. They still my neighbor, so I gotta love them the same way I'm gonna love myself. And, and, and in this programming that's happening right now, we forgetting to love ourselves, so it makes it impossible to love the next person. Damn near impossible. So I'm curious, man. 
I know y'all ain't stopped living y'all life because of the 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 the, 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 the so-called crisis. But what are we doing? What are we doing right now to keep moving forward? Though, what are we doing? Right. Right now, the time to do it. I told a cat. I told a cat not too long ago. For every problem you create, every problem this world create, I can find equal or greater opportunity. Though, like like my man, like Chris just said, right now is the time to book your flights for whenever you want to, and you gonna get them at a stupid, reasonable price. Cause ain't nobody booking no flight. I ain't saying I'm going next week, but what I will say is, hey, I may sit this out for six months, and I may go out to wherever in six months. But I know that the price is down right now. Like I don't, like, I don't agree with the guy Trump right now. I, I don't agree with this guy. You know, I don't really like him, but I don't not like him either. But what I found is some opportunity, though. Since he is in support of business owners, why not jump on that bandwagon of black people or minorities that are opening up businesses? Why you got all the fucking support you can get? They make they making a weed for us right now. So if there's a problem, there's an opportunity there. When Obama was in office, yeah, that was a bunch of problems. But what was the opportunity for me? To save some of my college debt. To get out of debt. That's what the opportunity was. And I didn't vote for neither one of them motherfuckers, though. You understand? But you got to find that opportunity there, though. So like my man said, hey, if right now is the time to book your flights for a year out, six months out, whatever. But you're going to get them at a reasonable price. Do that. Do that. Don't panic. Don't panic about the shit. Just do something productive. Use the opportunity that's, a, that's available to you right now. Get your mind off of the malarkey. Don't be blindsided by what's right there in front of you. Like right now, you got these season ticket holders with, with, a, with a boatload of tickets that they can't do nothing with. So the stock going to go down. The market going to go down. What do you do? Get the next year. Do something. Don't live your life in fear and anxiety because the world wants you to be that way. Pull yourself out of that little spot that you're in mentally. Grab hold of something that's going to be productive 
It ain't got to be right now, but just like you raise your kids, you plan it for your future. I'm telling you, I ain't bothered at all. I ain't moved. My rock won't be moved unless the father called me to move, and that's it. Damn. See, but you, you, you touched on you touched on a good spot though. Both of y'all did. It was already written, so we should have already inspected it. And then on top of that, we should be grounded. In the most high, though, if you in the most high, none of this is gonna make it's gonna move a nerve in you. The neighbor can come down with the coronavirus right now. I won't be moved. I won't be moved at all. I told my, I told my man at the, at the at the little spot store I was just that man. You gotta have such a attitude of determination that you can't be moved. It's your faith. And I had to use the word like determination because that would have been a word that he understands. Your determination has to be so strong that if the whole world came near right outside your door, you will find another way out to get to where you need to be. And we got to own it. We can, You can't just, you got to walk in it though. It's 36 years, man. We didn't move so many more. And then I'm, I ain't ashamed to say, hey, I didn't understand. I was trying to show me. I ain't ashamed to say that because I can say that. Though. I didn't understand everything that the father was showing me, though. This whole way through, I'm talking to brothers, explaining them how to get through this mountain. But up to about six, seven, eight months ago, he didn't click. He was on the phone with Eric, and I'm like, "Yo, it just clicked. My job is to show him how to get through the mountain. What are you telling me? Your job is to show him how to move the mountain." Whoa, the light came on. Like, oh, yeah, I've been miseducated for a little while. I misunderstood. But as soon as you come that understanding, life just got so much easier. I'm watching obstacles pop up and show themselves. I'm watching mountains just appear out of nowhere. And then suddenly, by the grace of God and his strength, I'm able to move these fucking mountains out the way, clearly, not just so I can get through. But for anybody that's with this road can get through too. 
understand that? So, don't be mentally programmed by the world you live in. Get grounded in your word. That is the definition of the sword that they're talking about. In Ephesians 6, that's what they're talking about. That sword is the word. I just told my I just told my people, though, even though we out here in Babylon, out here in Vegas, I'm not necessarily going to do what y'all do. I came out here to talk to these kids at the juvenile detention center. So I'm going to do that. And can you tell when I walk, I'm walking with my son? I'm using my word because I know I'm in Babylon. I know I'm in Babylon. But I put myself in that arena, though. Because I know if I keep the over on, I can't be touched. What did David say? I would rather go on with no armor than to try to put on the armor of another man because it won't fit me. It ain't gonna fit. That's right. I don't take I don't take any place I'm physically at for granted. Because whatever physical place I'm in, I know I was intended to be there. And for whatever reason I'm there, I gotta look for that exact I gotta look for that reason that I am in that place. I gotta search it out. I can't just be sitting there just twiddling my thumbs, thinking I'm just passing by time. That ain't the way it works. Whenever you are in a location, whenever you are in the spot, a place, you are intended to be there for a reason. Look for that reason. Use what you support your what do what you're supposed to do while you're there. Don't let those opportunities. That's it. That's it. Man, it's a blessing just to be able to sit here and hold these conversations with y'all so straight up. But it's, it's the time, man. And right now, right now, I feel like everybody' attention is on the dollar bill. They distracted, man. Don't be distracted. You know, it ain't about the money. Money is nothing. Money gonna come, money gonna go. But at the end of the day, it's only a tool. If we get blinded by the adamant things we can touch, we're going to miss exactly what's happening. And we're living in the time where I believe revelation is coming to fruition. But the question is, 
What are we going to do? What are you going to do? You know, what am I going to do? What are we going to do together? And I, I just, I just, and it's 
take it. Let me take it a step beyond, though, because it's not just about the physical, the, the sustenance, though. Even, even the things we listen to, even the things that we say, those things are, are that, that's nourishment. It's the sword, you know. It, you got to be mindful. If you if you eat, if you're ingesting the wrong kind of word, then mentally you feel like shit. You see what I'm saying? So you got to be mindful. Of, we got to be more mindful of the words that we we drop off. I go to. I got found my first black-owned company in downtown Greenville last week. I, I, and I ain't afraid to say it. it's called the Cigar Experience. Uh, something like the Cigar Experience in Greenville, though. Yeah. And, and the vibration was. I sat there for a few minutes, and I'm like, man, that's a strange vibration. So I asked the bartender, like, yo, is this black-owned? He like, yeah. But he looked like a half-breed. But he like, yeah. He like, that's my mom over there, and then my dad working the daytime. I'm like, okay, that makes sense, though. He was like, but how you know? I mean, it's just a vibration. So even though his mama might have been being shitty with me about smoking my mouth in a cigar place, you know, I'm like, yo, this is, this is still a good place to be. So I don't have to respond to her being ugly, though. I can still be me and not be ugly to her, but I want my words to be effective. I don't want you to look at me because my sweat, my, my shorts, with my thermals, and my T-shirt. And I've been grinding all day because you're looking at me based on how, how I dress. Whatever. You don't know what I just did today. You don't know that I just took care of my kids in one day. You don't know that. But I'll let you, I'll let you live. I'm going to give you an encouraging word and tell you you know what I'm proud of you anyway. Even though you, and I'm going to keep this part to myself, but even though you was ugly with me, you still did good. place where we don't we can't control the next person we got to be mindful what we feed each other too so that's the point i was making we i'm, I'm very conscious of what i'm feeding other people though i may cuss or, i may cuss like a motherfucker though but i'm very mindful of what words they take away i don't never want no to feel like yo i'm lesser than him or i, I ain't an equal you are we brothers man we, we come on a level so if we on the level I can only treat you the same way I would treat myself. I'm not going to harm you or give you nothing that's going to make you feel bad. I want to give you that encouragement that, hey, you might, we all fuck up. And I use my fuck ups and I use my fuck up for my foundation of everything I talk about, though. When I walk into these juvenile detention centers, when I talk to motherfuckers who run this motherfucker, I'm like, yo, listen, I'm, I'm dude. I'm the one with the felony. I, I'm that dude. Like, I'm him. I'm that guy you don't like right there. I don't even understand. I'm that guy. You don't even like this little motherfucker. But I'm that guy right there. You need to understand something. That right there. So what do you want to do? You can teach my kids better than I can teach my kids. Man, I'm watching you go to school for four, six, five, eight, whatever. And you coming out and you tapping out because you don't realize my kids are a different kind of animal. They ain't raised in a zoo. Come from the jungle. 
when you go, you don't speak their language. You ineffective. There's nothing you can say that's gonna help them. That's gonna take them to the next level. Nothing. One plus. That's right. There it is. Exactly. You'll be confused. You'll be confused. And that's what's happening. We in a, we our people are in a state of confusion. Because they don't know which way is up. They don't know which way is up. And it's and it's bananas because we continue we continue to cultivate that cycle by passing it down to our kids. Now the kids are disarmed. I watched the kid just the other night walk into the middle of a conversation like he didn't even know what was going on. I'm like, hold on, little bro. Are you in computer? What are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just, why do you pick this place to chill? Can you not see that this conflict here? Why would you do that? That's foolish. But now he's looking at me like, hold up. You right. I didn't, I didn't even see that. I didn't see it coming. And that's the problem. People don't see it coming. What did my what did my Messiah say, man? How is it that you can tell the weather? You know the weather's getting ready to rain, but you can't tell when something happening in the physical realm. And there's nothing that's happening in this physical realm that's not already happening in the spiritual realm. So if you tap into that spiritual realm, you have no idea what's about to occur. You have no idea what's coming at you. As a, that's a there's a millisecond in there's a millisecond in between the time that pitcher throw that ball and the batter decides on whether or not I'm about to get tagged or I'm about to knock this motherfucker out the park. And, it, and he making this right then and there. We also got to train to do that same thing. Oh snap! Here it come! I see it. We got to see it that we can get out the way before it even get there. Or we prepared to deal with it in advance. So we gotta prepare ourselves in the spiritual realm as well as in the physical sense. You can work CT Fletcher. You you heard of CT Fletcher though, right, bro? I want you to check out. Yeah, he a bodybuilder though. But this what he do though. He's so in tune though, and he may not share it. He's so in tune, though, that he know that, Eric, I heard you tell me this one time, too, when I was young. I couldn't be no older than 18, 19. He's like, yo, you can command certain things to occur. Like, if you want your hair, if you want your hair to be like, you can command your hair to grow. My man, CT, commanded his body to be a certain weight. And he hasn't changed. Because he wanted this is what he wanted. This is what he made up his mind for his body to happen to his body. And he did it. We got to command it in our spiritual realm, too. We got to command ourselves to go to the next level, both here physically and in the spiritual realm, because this is just on our vessel. It's just a vessel. So, whatever war you, you got going on in your life, you also got going on in the spiritual realm. So, you got to be willing to. On both sides. I'm at a soccer game. I'm at the, I'm at a soccer game about two weeks ago, man. I pissed Lonnie off, man. I pissed Lonnie off. Good though, bro. You hear me? Because I'm I'm the go and cheerleader. When I'm out there, though, I talk to the girls. I get them hyped up. I get them juice. They ready to go. I ask for 120 all the time. 
I'm out there, and then they smashing these girls, though, bro. Everybody on 120, they smashing these girls like 11 nothing. Sometime around the 8-8 eight, eight nothing score, though. I'm like, yo, I start cheerleading for the other team. I'm like, don't quit, let's go. Don't quit, let's go. Because you got to cheer for both sides. You see a motherfucker down, you got to be the one to pick them back up. Don't let them quit. Lose right now, but you ain't got to quit. I done took, man, we done took hella losses working with these kids, though. But this is what we signed up for. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Lonnie was hot. That's right. That's right. That's right. Even with my team, I want you to do good. I want to win, but I still need you to do good. I need your heart out there. I see niggas that can pee. I need you to walk up out this door and be ready to compete with whoever and still be willing to cheer for them too. We can't walk out here and be selfish about the times we living in. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm in, but I need you to do good too. I need you to do great things. If you walk away out of any situation with a good attitude and you to learn something, that's why when I post stuff up, is zero, I may put 11 to total understanding. Because as long as you learn something, you win in. You win in. And we've got, I'm telling you, and we've gotten so far away from it, man, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's it. That's it. Hey, look. That's all the time we got today. But check us out, though, Styles. I need you to lead us out in prayer, though. Yes, sir.
Amen. Blessed be.